On this week's episode of Animals Are Insane, we talk about Super Mario trailer, the Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, Blonde, the movie. Uh, big spoilers ahead. Steve liked it. I hated it. Uh, essential MCU movies from one of our listeners, David Harbour being the best, Rings of Power, Hot D, and a little bit of She-Hulk. Also, a small snippet of Westworld. Tune in. So we just watched the uh, the Mario Super Mario trailer. What do you What are your thoughts? You just saw it like ten seconds ago. Go, I go, go. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I guess my my first thought is like, why is Chris Pratt voicing everything the character? <laughs> well, also the thing that like the Mar- the Mario voice actor is still alive and still <laughs> doing voice acting for Mario. Yeah, I don't understand. Is is there? What am I missing but, here? But if if Chris Pratt does the voice, then more people are going to go to the theater to hear Chris Pratt's voice. Obviously, See, this, is, this is this is where it's so challenging when you're thinking of it, like in industry standard, right? When you're thinking, okay, if you have Chris Pratt, then people that like Chris Pratt are going to go see it. But then you're like, wait a second, hold on, take a step back. It's Mario. I mean, everybody that is a Nintendo fan is just going to see it anyway. Anybody that knows Mario is just going to see it anyway. Anybody that loves animation is just going to like. I feel yeah, like <laughs> that industry itself and those like those small things would trump anything that Chris Pratt could bring to yeah. the could, table. Could you imagine like someone showing up to that movie being like, "I have no idea what the Super Mario is about, but I just love Chris Pratt." Yeah, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Star Lord, especially when he tries to pretend he's you know Rocket Raccoon. What was yeah. that? It was like that snippet of the voice was like, it was like, okay, this is just. I mean, what do we expect though? It's, we're not going to have him, you know, try to imitate the voice actor that is still alive that does yeah. Mario's voice anyway. And it, is you, Chris you, Pratt Italian? <laughs> <laughs> well really he's got to be like japanese italian right yeah is is he is a plumber it, is josh it, is, it, is it a creator thing I is, is chris Pratt a, is he a plumber to well, me i uh, mean like do you, do you think that, like there's going to be some backlash to this where like the way that sonic was where people are going to like be like i hate what you've done so far so just get the guy like take chris pratt out he's already been paid take the guy you know get the get like the mario guy and then just redub everything you think, I mean, that would, I, you think it's impossible? I guess they could do it, but he doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. It, it does look like a different version of Mario. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, like it's it's you know whatever they're it's, playing with is it's like it's like more HD. I mean, I don't know. And like like Bowser's voice is kind of weird too. What Jack you know what Black? I mean? Yeah, is it Jack Black? I, I I mean, I thought that was like the. I thought it was Jack Black at the end. I don't. I don't think so, but maybe. Let's find out. Say I, I don't know. I don't know if I liked uh, uh, Bowser's like hairdo. It's very like. What do you mean? Isn't that how it is normally? No, I don't think so. Yeah, but, Jack uh, Black is playing Bowser. Oh, that's funny. Man, Anya Taylor Joy that. is playing Princess Peach. Charlie Day is playing Luigi, which I think is that's a great <laughs> combination. Keegan Michael Key is playing Toad. Uh, Seth Rogen is playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> All right. Spoiler. Yep. You're spoiling now who's in the Fred movie. Armisen is playing Cranky Kong. Oh. Dude, they actually have the Mario guy in the movie. 
Maybe there's some sort it's, of meta thing going on. Oh, maybe. Maybe maybe it's like a multiverse thing, you know? <laughs> Mario's playing Mario? <laughs> oh no, it's you know what it is? It's the the light year. It's uh it's it's the video game of Mario is based on this movie that we're gonna see. Uh, yeah, it's in the same universe of it all. Uh, and it's actually Paper Mario watching a TV show that is this adaptation. There you go. There you go. Oh my god, dude! Oh, it's just, it's just, it's just getting so tiring though. Like, are are you excited for any upcoming movies? Uh, like, Wakanda you, Forever. You, yes, I totally agree, dude. That yep. trailer, that that last trailer they dropped, beautiful. It looked. Oh, see. Did you I thought it was it? I, I thought it was garbage. I like the first what? trailer better. Yeah. No, dude. I mean, like, I, I, well, I just the first one had like a really good song in it. Yeah, the Bob Marley cover. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. I but just the, I don't know, man. the new trailer we got to see. You know, the the new Black Panther. We got. We also got to see Namor like actually do something. You know. Yeah. True. But I don't know. I just like the the pacing and the shots and like how a lot of stuff was like teased and like you didn't really know what's going on in the first trailer. Like I, I like the overall like feel. I felt like the first trailer was more like emotional. The second one gives away a lot more, but it's just I don't know. That's just is that the only one that you're that you're interested in? Uh one I could think of. Jeez. Dude, what about Black Adam? Come on. Oh, I'm not. I can I can totally wait for that. Really? Oh, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna try to see it in theaters. I mean I feel like that's a that's a theater movie, you know? Yeah, you're right. But like I'm not gonna go out of my way to see that one. That's like if someone's like, hey, man, you want to go see a movie? I'm like, oh, okay. But I'm not going to be like, oh, buying tickets in advance and I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> no. You're not going to do that. You're not going to like, you know, post on social media to The Rock and like try to tag him and be like, hey, man, look at the tickets I just bought. This is for you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. You know, never. Could you never. repost, please? Yeah. I. But like, I mean, besides that, dude, I mean, like it's it's it just kind of feels like. It feels like a lot of movie making, like people and like the, I feel like it's becoming more business rather than more creative and more artistic and more, you know, kind of experimental. Okay. All right. On that note, we both watched Blonde. You you actually got around to watching it, dude. I, I yes. was joking. Dude, I, was I, finished it. You... I finished it like right before this. I had to watch it in two parts because I didn't you, know it was but, three yeah. hours don't you feel well, like you should try to contact Netflix to see if they can refund you a version of a ticket for the time that you spent watching Blonde? Okay, wait. So then did you like it or not like it? I hated it. I, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> we are never on the no same way. line. No way. Oh, my God. the same line. Dude, dude. that sucked hard. Okay. Oh, dude, that Here movie was Let's... beautiful. <laughs> Well, yeah. Okay. No, this is the, that was the only thing that I could give it was that like, it felt like every frame was extremely deliberate and like planned out. Like intensely. Outside of that, it is caca. It is dog shit. It is dog water. Okay. So like, did you, did you, okay. So I know I I heard a little bit about this movie, about how it's, it's a little bit like, kind of like once upon a time in Hollywood where it's not an accurate take on what's happening it's like kind of based on a novel that kind of takes liberties and i was trying to like look up some stuff as well i couldn't find anything any any hard evidence that she actually had an abortion 
Um, yeah. So, so yeah, there, there was a lot of that where, um, you're right. It was, it was based off a book that was also fiction, but like it yeah. had some, some form of, you know, truth to, uh, you know, Marilyn Monroe's life. Okay. So for, yeah. for anybody that's, that, that's just listening, <clears throat> Blonde is a, is a movie that's on Netflix right now about Marilyn Monroe that is played by Anna de Armas, Anna de Ar, Anna, Anna de, Anna, Anna de, Anna, Anna, yeah, her. Yeah, you know, her. Her. Um, and did you think she, she did a good job? I think that she's a great actor, but that was not the role to to give her. I actually she did, thought she did, she did like a fantastic job at being like being like a really good actor. But like outside of that, you know, like her accent keeps like was seeping through that like that imitation that she was doing uh, of Marilyn like, Monroe. I, I, I don't, <clears throat> which I don't know if is, I don't know if it's a problem, but I also, don't, but I also think it's like, it doesn't so, really make yeah. sense. So I feel like I can give that a pass because I have zero history with Marilyn Monroe. I, I don't think I've seen one single movie. I don't okay. know her voice. If I heard it, I mean, I know that like iconic um, white dress shot, where like that, she's on like birthday the, to the present. You never ever ever heard that. I mean, she doesn't do that in this movie though. You never seen some like a hot. Dude, we were like, I know, did, we I had to remember. watch that for class. I mean, maybe I maybe I did, but I don't. I did not recall. Like, I don't remember. You know, watching it because Marilyn Monroe was in it. I don't remember like Marilyn Monroe in anything. Okay. okay. And um, so so like, I feel like I can give Anna de Arms a complete pass on her accent, on her, on everything, because I have no history going into this. I feel like if you are someone that is like a big fan of Marilyn Monroe, then I feel mm-hmm. like you could have a very critical, you know, take on her portrayal of her. I think that's totally fair, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I actually, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to say. Cause like, you know, at the same time, like I love Chernobyl and like every actor yeah. is British and they're playing Russians, right? Like it's like a, you know, mm-hmm. like how they how they were able to tell that whole thing, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was though. I mean, like because like I have seen things with Marilyn Monroe in it, but it's not like I'm like a gigantic fan where I'm like I just need the you know need the you know perfect accuracy. It was more so that it was distracting rather than okay. Negative. Do you know what I, I mean? See, yeah. See, I wasn't. I, I don't know. I, I guess I wasn't distracted by that, so it didn't like it didn't bug me at all. And again, I do think that that. Um, I don't know, man. I was I was talking to someone uh, today about this. Like, because I have a kid now, it, it's just like certain scenes, certain like things, just like affect me so much more than they did like before. Well, it's just like the whole the whole like story or where the story picks up is like she's like basically like abused by her mother, right? Mm-hmm. And like her mother, like yeah, treats her like garbage and you gives her this like great. and gives her this like hope that her like dad is out there. Right. And then it's like that, that like hope kind of drives a lot of like what she does in the movie. And then dude, that like, I don't know, man, the, the, the note at the end where it's like, Oh, like uh, that never existed. Yeah. Like that the, never. The, yeah. All the, uh, the Charlie Chaplin's kid. Yeah. He, he was like writing to Marilyn Monroe as if he was her father being like, Oh, I'm coming to see you soon. I just got like, you know, I got some loose ends. I got to tie up. Oh, you know, I'm actually like, uh, I got sick. I'm not feeling very well right now, but like as soon as I'm better, like, and so he's like stringing her along this whole movie. And then it's like at the end when she finds out that like the, her dad's not on, on the other end of that, uh, that exchange, then it's like, she's, she's done. It's like, she can't, 
handle it. The only the one thing that I wasn't clear on is is the movie does go back and forth with like the black and white to color. And it, at, it's so fucking random. Well, not only that, well, but it also changes ratios. Yeah, three and, times. And, well, and for I'm some sh- fucking reason. I, I'm curious though if if the ratio changing has something to do with the fact that like there there's if if okay. So my my initial thought right away with the black and white was mm-hmm. one version. Like the black and white is supposed to symbolize either Marilyn Monroe or Norma Jean, and then the color is supposed to symbolize the opposite. Right, so whenever it's like I supposed mean, like, to be like okay, the duality, of the characters, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, the do du- that's how I I understood it for like the first bit, but then it's like the more I thought about it, the more I don't know if that actually like fully works works out, but yeah, there there might be some holes in that, but I couldn't think of another reason to do that exactly, unless like black and white is stuff that we know for sure, and then the color is the stuff that we don't know, or or vice versa. Do you know what I mean? Like if there's some sort of like this is public yeah. knowledge. This is not, or this is our artistic freedom. But dude, oh man, when uh, the the fuck, dude, the scenes with Adrian Brody, when she's like falling in love with him, and like she's dude, that stuff looked so good. That was like the most that, that oh, it was beautiful cinematography. I have, in, I don't know if I've in, seen in, in the theater scene or in the diner. What do you mean? When uh, when when they're like falling in love and they're like in the garden. I don't know if you remember this. Oh, in, at his house. At his house. And yes, they're just going yeah. around and like, dude, uh, dude uh, I wanted to know like what he used to shoot that. And I looked up the cinematographer. It's a Canadian it dude. A Canadian dude? Okay. It's a Canadian dude. He has his like CSC and ASC. And uh, oh, he hasn't really done much. He's done a few things, but like this is by far the biggest budget thing he's done. And it just, I don't know, man. I, I was very like taken by the cinematography in this. Like, see, this is, but this is the thing too, is that like, it's, I don't know if it's enough to actually save it as a movie, right? One, it's almost three hours long. Okay. I know. Two, it is incoherent storytelling, but at the same time, Andrew Dominic, who that's the, that's the uh, director. He's a good director, by the way. Um, killing uh, them softly. I don't know if you ever saw that. That was a, that was a good one. Um, but anyway, so like one of the things that he said was that he basically created the movie like that, where it's like these events and pieces uh, to be able to just kind of showcase things, you know, from the book to Marilyn Monroe's life. Mm -hmm. But there's, but there's some things where it's like, it just, it, it felt like so unnecessary with a lot of those, you know, pacing issues to the point in which, you know, it felt, it felt like more of a disservice to Marilyn Monroe, like even as an actor. I see. I feel the exact opposite, man. Actually, I really, really like the pacing. I did think it's long, but again, I split the movie up into two parts, so maybe that maybe that helped. <laughs> yeah, try to do it at, at one sitting, dude. Yeah, I was, like, I, I was constantly just being like, "Holy crap! When is this next thing gonna come? Like, what is what is?" Oh, happening? dude, and, and and I think that I I actually like 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 stopped it at the perfect time. So it was right when um, that iconic scene of the white dress, where it like like the wind blows mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. that's where i stopped it and right when that first happens because i feel like i'm like oh I'll, I'll be able to remember this part and then when i when i went back and watched it it's like that scene is actually a lot longer than i thought so when i stopped it i thought that scene was like just about at the end of it but they do this like repeating of it and it like almost felt like uh like uh previously on <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Yeah, see, but, I, dude, I just I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with it. You know, I couldn't keep. I mean, like, it's it's the fact that, like, like I mean, like I said, like, I, you know, I could I can give the cinematography definitely. Like, that's the 
number one thing to be able mm-hmm. to watch this. But it's kind of like even when you watch A Tree of Life, there's still like something to it that's telling us the story about this like son and, and father type of thing. Here, yeah. it's it's like they're just using Marilyn Monroe as kind of the focal point for this, you know, um, I mean, one, I mean, it was just like, it was like constant abuse and constant, like, yeah, it, it almost felt like you watching, and this is gonna be a big spoiler for Game of Thrones, but it's like you watching Ned Stark getting beheaded <laughs> throughout the entire movie. Yeah, well, yes like and no. And upset and upset. And there's never I, like, anything that like, well, okay, okay. Scales. But but I think the difference with like a Tree of Life movie, if you're going to compare it to that, is like I didn't know how Tree of Life was going to end, and Marilyn Monroe, like we all know that, like you know how oh, it's yeah, going to end. Killed, yeah, she killed herself. Yeah, she kills herself, and you know, like I, I did look up a little bit about it, so I knew I knew that like in 1962 is when she like overdoses, and the movie kind of does. It's like this is 61, <clears> this is 62. <throat> it kind of like leads you there, and I'm like, oh shit, that we're getting close to the end here because it's like the like. You can't have the movie without her. Right. So, exactly. Right. But I don't know, man. It just, me personally, it just, it super worked for me. And maybe it was just like the, I just, I felt so bad. That's what it was. It was like a, this, this. Oh, yeah. Tra- well, like you, it was like this the, tragedy. The whole movie makes you feel bad. Where you're just like, you were just. Because then you see all the other figures that are around her that are just like complete shit. Like they're terrible people. Yeah. And, you know, they're even in, in it, it does say something more toward like the Hollywood scene, you know, with like the contract work and, you know, how she wasn't paid well. Like it, it basically is yeah. like it's almost like it's like the whole movie is just kind of this uh, storytelling of, of the tragedies of Marilyn Monroe. Well, and like the the how like because she was a female, she didn't get as much credit as the male counterparts. Like there was that one scene about how they have to borrow a lead from another studio. And so they got to pay him like a hundred thousand dollars. And she's like, well, how much am I getting? And they're like five grand. <laughs> well, no, so that wasn't, that wasn't even, that wasn't even about a male counterpart. That was a female counterpart. Oh, that was a female counterpart. Yeah. So, oh. so what happened during that time was that because she was on, under contract, she didn't, wasn't able to negotiate higher than 500 bucks a week. Right. But at that time, the you know other actress was, a, I think she was a free agent. It was, it was like a thing too. But here's the weird thing is that like the way that they painted that was one, you know, Marilyn, you know, was upset about it. But the whole thing is that like one, she actually did the movie and two, she worked really well with that actress that was paid like, you know, 200, I think it was like even 300,000. Um, Jeez. and that other actress praised Marilyn Monroe of like her ability and like her talent mm-hmm. and everything else. And see, this is the weird thing where it's like, they, they take the deliberate, um, you know, focus into the negative parts of her entire yeah. story. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, would you show this, like if somebody liked Marilyn Monroe or like, you know, not idolized, but like, you know, wanted to be an actor or something like that and be like, would you show this to them? Like, I mean, would you be like, no. oh, well, this is what Marilyn Monroe had to go through? No, no. But I mean, it's just like, I don't know, like not everyone likes tragedies. And this is definitely like, a like it's, it's, it's told in the story. But it's a boring tragedy. You can have oh, a great see, tragedy. I don't know, like, man. Look, I, you, I like. Have you ever I seen just pursuit of happiness. Have you ever seen that? Dude, movie? I felt so bad, man. When like, oh, and like, I don't know. Just the the how how creative they were with like those abortion scenes. I was like, 
I don't know. I was like right into it, man. What I was creativity like, oh. were they doing with those scenes? What are you talking about? Like, I didn't, I don't know if I liked the, um, when you saw like the baby inside of her kind of thing. I, I, that like didn't really work for me. Like the, mm-hmm. that would be my only complaint. I, but I, I thought it was necessary because then you show the repetition throughout the movie of it, which works. But like how, how it's like, like all of a sudden, like they're just taking her, and she's like, "Where am I going? I don't know what's what's happening." And then all of a sudden, like she's in, and she's like, "No, no, no! This is not what I want. This is like..." And then it's like this these flashes. I don't know if you remember the first the first yeah, one. It's like you're well, no, you're talking about the one where she's being taken uh, after she's with JFK. No, the first one, or maybe was the first no, one was yeah, like yeah, very, it was it was the second one. I think the it was second, the second one because the first one happened with Chaplin's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I like, mean, and but but again, both of those from from I did a little bit of googling, and I could not find a definitive answer if that actually happened or not. It did yeah, say that it's she all had speculation, and yeah, know. it did say she had miscarriages, and the it sounds like the the baby that she lost when she was married to that dude. It sounds like that was real. I don't know if yeah. it happened the way the the movie portrays it, but yeah, I don't know, man. It just if and it, and it a lot of uh, research I was doing. I did say that she always wanted kids. There's like lots of reports of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So it's like she wanted kids. She wanted a family. She wanted like this, this like American dream, if you will. And it's like, she was just like painted as a sex symbol, like used for her, you know, her body kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, that JFK scene was freaking rough too, man. But like, but the problem is that like, it doesn't feel very empowering for Marilyn Monroe. So, like, when, when no, you but see I think, that as I think, a stereotype, they're actually painting the same stereotype. They're saying, yes, are, No, I feel like they're famous. not, though. Because it's like, it, but I feel like, the, I feel like the stereotype of her was that she was just, like, this woman that, like, was all about sex. Like, she was like, yeah, I, mean, I can do whatever, like, the man can do or whatever. I feel like, mm-hmm. it, it, like, that's how I under, always took it. I mean, maybe that's, like, completely false. But I, I, this, I feel like, more paints her with this opposite brush. Of like that she wasn't as strong as maybe per- people perceived her. She was actually a lot weaker and, and people were taking advantage of her. And she was like a victim to like all these, you know, this whole situation. People thought that in the, in the, in the, you know, even during that time, people did not like Marilyn Monroe that much. I mean, even as like a actor within that time, like, you know, late fifties, early sixties. No. Okay. But like the, the, it was uh Joe DiMaggio when he's like beating her because he's like, you're a whore, you're a slut or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. he's like right. beating her up. It's like, that's how I feel like that. That was like the, like the movie's way of like telling the story. Right. Where I feel like in, yeah, but in the, the, what's the, the story, but the public persona, what, I mean, what was the, I don't know, dude, I, I wish I was like older and like knew everything about her. And then like, I don't know. Yeah, but see, that's the thing is, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters whether or not you do, like, know information more about her because it just, like, doesn't serve anything toward with what we watched. What we watched was kind of like like a student film being like, get ready, like, like look how talented I am. But what they what they forgot was the actual substance of storytelling. They were giving us know, they were giving us small scenes that were never really connected together. They they, they had the same they character. Were. They weren't. Connected. No, they were. It's like like she has the abortion, then she wants to like have this family, and like she marries Joe DiMaggio, and like you know this whole all this shit goes down, and then it's like yeah, you know not he's one a, thing leads to another. Not not one thing is because of another. It is the that's why I'm saying it. they're all just events. They're just like 
snippets of historical information, whatever. Okay, well, may, maybe maybe you felt like they didn't like tie it in together. I I don't know. I felt like it was very, I don't know. It, it it worked. It worked for me, man. Like the whole thing when she like puts the phone in the in the the dresser drawer, and then you have like the baby crying, and then like that's like bringing her back, and it's just like no. But that's that's like again that right there is like I think like the perfect visual of being like get like I am a student filmmaker. I'm going to do some weird fucking shit just to like give you kind of like the hint of, you know, her psychological aspect of like thinking that she really wants this kid or like that she just aborted a kid and like she's getting a call from like the abortion clinic or some shit. Like it, it it's too, it almost is like too on the nose, but it's not like it, it doesn't, it's, I don't know. I just feel like it didn't really serve anything. It didn't, you know, cause know. also at the end of the day, it was all speculation. None of it was, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, as someone that didn't know anything about Marilyn Monroe before this, like, like literally, like, I couldn't tell you a single movie she was in. Yeah. I could tell you that, like, that one scene, and that's it. Like, this is like kind of like my introduction to her, and it's like I just I feel horrible if 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 this movie is accurate in portraying like mm-hmm. the shit she went through. I just feel awful that she had to like go through, like that's a that's a fucked up life, man. That's oh, I tough. Know. I mean, that's maybe, tough, maybe man. the maybe the the like film's perspective is supposed to be like trying to find a way to appreciate this icon behind the centerfold type of thing where it's like, yeah, you know, but the thing is that I think that that was already happening, right? We, we already saw that between like the time that she killed herself to, you know, the praise that she was getting uh, from other artists. And even from like the point in which like now people still refer to her. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like a legendary type of thing where, you know, when the people, when the good die young or when the great die young, like they just become legends, right? They don't, I mean, like, what if there was more to her that we didn't know? Yeah. And you know what's really ironic is uh, I started watching just, just from happenstance, I started watching Happy Feet with the... (laughs) With my son, you're like I need a good George Miller movie, dude. Right? Oh my god. Okay, but do you remember the first scene of that movie? No, dude. That is dude, been a there's long a penguin. Time. There's a penguin who's singing a Marilyn Monroe song, and then Hugh Jackman chimes in, and he's supposed to be Elvis, and he calls her Norma Jean. And I'm just like, holy shit! Like this isn't Happy Feet. Like what the? Like that like dude, totally kid, took me right. Your kid looks at you. You're like, do you do, do you do see you realize yeah, the yeah. pain this woman went through? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pain. Yeah, you know, and here's the thing too is that even like the movie's like reception has been so strange. Have you been, I have, been seeing? So that? I haven't seen anything. I don't know what it's rated. I have not seen a okay, single critic. I haven't read two anything. And a half or two two hours and forty seven minutes long. Get a fourteen minute standing ovation. Did they just want to add more time staying in that theater? Just Dude, be like let's let's hit see, three hours. I don't know. Why man. the I, I didn't fuck. I didn't know that, but I would have been one of those people standing. I I really liked it, man. It, it oh, I don't know. Yeah, it just, I, I don't know. I you know, and, and it's the thing is like it's not Anna's fault. Like she did a great job. Like I, that's, yeah. that's the thing. I was like, I'm not saying. And, like, okay, okay. Let, let's talk about the NC17 rating, though. Do you? I I feel like it barely. Oh, it yeah. barely. That's cr- that's yeah. That because what it was just about the blowjob, right? That was it. I I it feel was, like that would be the only scene, right? And I think when so. I heard. When I heard that, I mean, there's there's some nudity, but it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like wasn't it that wasn't bad Game at all. Of Thrones nudity. <laughs> yeah, I'm like this would yeah this is H this is this is tame HBO. <laughs> yeah, it's not knocked up nudity when you see somebody getting you know giving birth. 
Yeah. Right? I mean, like, I mean, it's, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Thing. That rating, I'm actually like, yeah, but the blow, like, you don't even see anything with no, it. No, yeah, you, you don't see it. You just see, like, it's like a very, very extreme close up of her and, you know, the her, motion. Yeah. And like her hand is like by her mouth. And that's all you really see is a very extreme close up. But then it even like goes like she's narrating during it. And then it mm-hmm. goes out to like people are watching this on screen and like it's an important like like storytelling po- point. Yeah. Like they, they right. don't just like do it for, you know, for like the male gaze or whatever you want to call it. Right. They well, don't it's part just of, like, do a psychological aspect. That's like the whole thing about the, you know, Maryland piece is that it's all about the psychological. Dude, you know, it, do I mean, you, do you think JFK was like that? <laughs> I-, <laughs> Dude, I mean, this is this is the weird thing. Is like that's another part of the speculation, right? People like thought that they were having an affair and everything, and they, they and they believe that they have like tapes of them, you know, you know, actually. Well, you have that dude. There's them. a dude like right outside, right? Like <laughs> the whole time, right? But I mean, but again, like that's another one of those things where they never had any sort of confirmation. You know, it's yeah. Again, it's, it's, speculation but it's like i don't know man i i really like that that scene that whole like setup and it's like she looks over and she sees that there's like other what is it like champagne glasses with uh lipstick on it and then it's like she gets like oh this dude is not into me he's just into women like he's just using me just like everyone else mm-hmm. and it's like she's like looking for love and then it's it's just all bad the one thing right. I, I that, wish that, that, but then that becomes like the focus of JFK, not of Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. But I just, the one thing I wish, like, I don't know, I guess like she calls like all the dudes she's into, she calls them like daddy. <laughs> I and know, I, yeah, I, I was curious if, if, if that's where it started from, like if she, you know what I mean? Like, cause that's a thing. And I'm like, did she start that? Is that, does that, does that, trend go back before her or does it not i don't know maybe 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 there's interviews or maybe there's like footage of her actually saying that yeah i mean i have no idea but i just i don't know i thought that was interesting and then uh andrew dominic's first narrative film since killing them softly in 2012 no fucking wonder (laughs) yeah of course i don't know man it's i don't know I'm, I'm, there yeah. it is. That's I, why. I was very hesitant to watch this movie because you told me to, and I'm like, all right. And then I looked at the time and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I know. I, but, thought, I thought you, I thought you were going to do it. I was like, dude, it was, it was so fucking this, along. This podcast means so much to me, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I put the God. work in. I put dude, the work in. I can't wait to hear one of these days of you putting that movie back on because you love it so much. I, I don't know if I could. It's like there's a handful of movies that it's like I just can't watch again, even though I like them a lot. I don't, I don't know if you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's there's some out there. I think mostly is, is like Robert Eggers movies, you know, like it's like uh, The Northman and, mm. and Lighthouse and Witch. Like it's like I I have Lighthouse. I bought it. But like but like at the same time, it's kind of like you want there to be that space for the memory that you have of that experience. Right. Yeah. It, it, it like, maybe it won't, maybe it won't, maybe like if you see it again, you're kind of like, Oh, why did I like this? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that, you know, but I don't know, man. It just, yeah. This movie for me, it was like, it was the cinematography just nailed it for me. 
Oh yeah, I which, mean, I, I, you I, know what's funny I, about I, that? I would give it to that every day. Like, I, in fact, I would say that it's probably the best cinematography I've ever seen. It like in the last like five years. Yeah, I really, I don't know, I really you know, like, especially it. when it comes to like a narrative piece for a feature film. Yeah, everything outside of that is just it's like oh my god. Like I hate the dentist. I think I'd rather go to the dentist and watch Seinfeld, you know, and like have it all done at the same time. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like, Jeez. like yeah. laugh while people are pulling my teeth. Like that's, you know. Uh, yeah. It, it actually reminds me of when we saw uh, Blade Runner. Uh, was it 2049? Oh, yes. Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah. And and that I feel like that movie worked for you and it just did oh, not it really work for me. It did not land wonder, for me yeah, at all. The thing is that like, I wonder if it's because... Like I love that movie on like the kind of like cyberpunk aspect, and also Denis is, you know, one of yeah. the best newer directors that we have now. See, I, I found the pacing and Anna is in Blade Runner, by the way. I found the pacing was awful in that movie. See, yeah, and I and I loved that pacing. But here, maybe this is the thing: is that it could probably be like compared to the same type of pacing that Blonde is, but it's what is given to you that like you can pay attention to. Right, like, did you ever see the Green Knight? Do you know about this movie? No, you you kind of told me not to see it. Basically, oh, okay. So, so <laughs> Green Knight was one of those things where I. So, so maybe I would like it because you didn't like it. I don't know. Yes, I think there's. I think there's like some, some opposites to this, but I really wanted to like the Green Knight because I was like really into it. Um, like I mean, just like even the trailer and everything, but it's it's very medieval and it's also mm. super slow and like the music kind of is like more of a carry type of thing that like you know really you know puts you into these elements the acting is really great like everything about it actually has really great elements to it but there's just something about it where it's just like it it felt like deliberately paced in a way that made the audience like feel unsettled in like in the uh, sense being like like i imagine more and more people would take out their phones during these scenes than actually pay attention gotcha you know, and see with with cyberpunk, I maybe mean, it's just because of the future aspect of it. But at the same time, like Denis did this thing where he took the pacing, but then also added like really great action. He does the same thing with that Christopher Nolan does, where it's like he can be artistic, but then also be blockbuster. Like they're they're able to, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, blend the two. Yeah, I feel like a lot of filmmakers have have trouble doing that because if you're a blockbuster filmmaker, you're not really a filmmaker. Nobody anybody's going to really know. Right. I mean, how many directors can you name that did Marvel movies or how many directors can you name that did the Uncharted movies or Sony movies or, you know what I mean? Like all of the like, do you know who the director is of Black Adam? No, I have no idea. You know, and like, but I mean, like, that's what I mean. So like, there's like the studio blockbuster directing level. Yeah. And like on the opposite side is like the arts, you know, level where you have people like Andrew Dominic and, um, even uh, you know, uh, Laura is it Laura Ramsey? Now I got now I got to look it up. Laura Ramsey. Uh, I gotta. I want to. I want to switch gears in a second. I got. I got something I want to bring up with you. Go ahead. No, you, you can you can do it. You can do it now while I'm you know like looking this thing up because I just gotta. Well, it's gonna totally take your brain on another. Oh, Lynn Ramsey. Sorry. There you go. I knew Lynn you're Ram- gonna get it. I knew you're gonna get it. She's 
fucking she's a fantastic director. I love her. But she's she's like more of the art kind of form and everything like that. But like also is I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so uh Gears one completely. one of our one of our listeners yep. uh sent me his um his list of essential MCU movies. So so movies in the MCU movies that that you absolutely have to watch and then he just like like did not list the one like the ones that are just like fluff or filler. I can't believe he didn't mention at all the fact that like I name dropped Dan Slot and like did he he didn't say anything about that, eh? No, nothing about that. This fucking guy. Okay, but here, do you want to hear his list? It's, it's a pretty yes. good. I, yes, I feel like it's pretty good. I want to, I want to hear your opinions so, on it. So it's you're, an essential list, like basically, like these are the things that you have to see, and you can skip all the others. To, to, yeah, to understand, to to be caught up in the MCU. Okay, there's like the, thirty three movies, right? Or I know he has things. it down to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven movies. Okay. Okay. Eleven right. movies, and then he he thinks that three of them could be removed. So he said he he thinks that you could get it down to nine, nine, ten, eleven. No, eight, okay. eight. Do you want to hear nine like the eight movies? Do you want to hear yes. the eight or do you want to hear let's the see, eleven? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Eight, eight or eleven? Where do you want to go? Let's go with eleven. Let's guess the other ones that he wouldn't want. Uh, that you would take out. Okay, you ready? Yeah. 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 Okay. So the first one he put was Iron Man. That's yeah. essential. Okay. Yeah, uh, the second, the second one would be uh, the first Avenger, Captain America. Captain America. Okay. Yep. Uh, third would be maybe. <laughs> yeah. Third, third would be Avengers. Hmm. And then after that, we go to Winter Soldier. And oh, he's then, doing it like even like chronological order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right? I see. And then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Age of Ultron, Civil War. Uh, Ragnarok, Infinity War, Endgame, and then he said the last one you have to see is Loki, the TV show. <sighs> to be caught up, yes. To be caught so up. The, the Loki TV show introduces Jonathan Majors, uh, Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, and, and we don't know where that goes. Be, he's supposed to be yeah. like the Thanos, like the next phase is Thanos. Yeah, so right? so we have we have all four um, Avengers movies in that list. Well, they'd really do like push the narrative because I mean that that's I feel like that's where everybody wants to get to. Like they, nobody cares about the solo movies yeah. until all the solo movies. Okay, so you know, so what what into. if you had to take out three? What three would you take out? <laughs> the three out of the the ones that he already said. Yeah. If yeah. Do you want me to uh, like mean, send you this list so that you have? So the three that I would take out. Um, that I don't think would be necessary. One would be the first Avenger. Um, the reason why is because they actually do a recap of it in the Avengers because they mm. talk about, you know, Steve being frozen and the Tesseract and all that shit. So essentially they give you like a piece of dialogue that is the entire movie. Take that out. Yeah. You can take out Age of Ultron. Um, you know, that introduces Wanda and that introduces, you know, all you know Ultron and like the idea of Tony Stark wanting to kind of like... Uh, you know, build this like suit around the world or something like that, that kind of plays into civil war. But the characters that they do introduce, they're not like major characters yet. You don't think Wanda though? She's not a major character until after, uh, 
I think I think until after yeah, but, but, Civil War, maybe? Uh, see, but I, I don't know. I feel like with Age of Ultron, like, doesn't Age of Ultron directly lead into Civil War? Because you have the Zico- the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, the Sokovia Accords. Yes. Right? I mean, that's the thing, though, is that, like, again, like, when they do these, like, small summaries, like, Thunder Ross or whatever the fuck his name is, does another exposition or, like, explanation in that room. It's in Civil War, right? Yes. Okay. And, and like, you know... Let's everybody knows like what's going what's going down, right? So I think I would take that movie out, and I probably I mean like look, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. That first movie is just fucking fantastic. But <laughs> if you took it out, it still wouldn't serve. It, it, yeah. it, you'd still be fine, like being able to be caught up. Oh, uh, I think story wise, I think those yeah. three, those three. So yeah. so you have you you hit two of the same ones that he hit. Oh okay, all right. You got two. What was the other one? The other one he said that you could probably remove is Ragnarok. Yes. Yeah, you could. I mean, the end then, directly gets into what we already see as the aftermath for Infinity War. Yeah, the, the the Asgard's on the ship. I guess it just depends on, like, what you're... What you so, want, and, and the, right? Like, the between one he, Guardians and, like... Yeah, the one he had, he had Age of Ultron as a as an essential... As an essential, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I almost feel like you could take out Iron Man. To be honest, I almost it feel starts like starts everything. Yeah, but you could start with Avengers, and I feel like that that gets you, that gets you pretty much there. Like, what, what yeah, in Iron is, Man do yeah, you need? Iron Man pushes everything for Nick Fury to want to start the Avengers. But it's, so it's just that 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 zinger at the end. That's it. I, well, I mean, but but essentially, it's like the opening of you know the first superhero that is in the public yeah. eye. Because remember too, like I mean, like at that point, especially with uh, yeah, you know, the Marvel, that's, is that they all they don't really have like secret identities except for Spider Man. And now even he had to like earn his secret. <laughs> yeah, now he has a secret identity. <laughs> but I mean, most of them are you know they're all they're all known by their first names. I mean, they yeah. all know who they are. You know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, I take out those those three. That's that's yeah, dude. I uh, you did better than I thought. <laughs> uh, thanks, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is too is like because then you have to like think like what can you what what would the list look like that are non essential Marvel movies that are good, right? Because like I mean, what if it's not about being essential, right? Because you because it is technically that, right? Between like all those mm. thirty four, each one serves the purpose for another one to kind of, you know, like uh, yeah, to 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 get into an Avengers movie or get into like you know, whatever a team up or any of that kind of shit. Yeah, it's interesting. Like this list, it has two, like the full list has all three Captain America movies. Yeah, I mean, it seems that uh, Cap is, you know, very, like, he's the glue, I guess you could say, of the Avengers, right? Or yeah. one of the leaders. It's interesting, right? But it's and also, dude, you know, it's also, I mean, like, Winter Soldier is like the fuck. Winter Soldier, I feel, I, I always That's come back, you know, I always come back to that movie, dude. It's the, so the Nick, The Nick Fury scene, especially, I think is amazing. In his, in his own home? You no, know, in the car. Oh, in the car, yes. When he gets he's attacked like, by Winter Soldier, oh man, he's so, it's so good. Dude, here's the weird thing: like they've never been able to recapture that excitement, right? Like that, so like 
like I felt like if the Russo brothers would have done the Black, not the Black Panther, but the Black Widow movie, if they mm. would have done that, I think that they could have done a much better job than what we saw, you know, but at the same time still have it like that kind of half grounded, half, you know, uh, spy, gigantic, you know, Triskelion, whatever the fuck the thing is called. Yeah, that was that was a disappointing movie. Oh, my God. It was nominated for a CG Okay. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's caca CG. It was terrible. Yeah. Okay. Speaking about. Okay, this is funny. That. Um, okay, so I'm thinking about uh, Black Widow, and that takes me to David Harbor. Did you watch the the Violent yes. Night trailer? I'm Dude. so into it. It's it's like it's like one of those things where, you know, like when you like like I like after watching Blonde, I felt like I got upset about movies, right? And then you know, watching that trailer, I was like, oh, that's right. We can also have like the other genre of dumb movies that like nobody in their right mind would be like, yeah, let's make this movie instead that they actually do it, and you're like, oh, Dude. this actually looks like it's gonna be, yeah. Like a fun for, movie. For, for everyone listening, please like stop what you're doing and go watch the trailer for Violent Night with David Harbour. It is, I dude. Oh man, David the, Harbour the, is such a good personality, oh, right? Like he, dude. The, the one-liners though, I'm like they, they bring him back one-liners, dude. I well, I mean, they, I feel like they have to because oh, we're running this, out of like that enjoyment. We're running yeah. out of it. You know, we, we don't have the Stallones and the Jean-Claude Van Dams and the Arnold Schwarzeneggers. Like, we used to have so many of these action heroes that had always the one-liners. And, like, yeah. and that's probably in part because James Cameron kept hitting, like, Schwarzenegger with one-liners in so many different movies. True Lies, yeah. Terminator 2, even the first Terminator. I mean, come on. I mean, like, dude, they, they become, like, famous lines, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hope this it's good. So, I hope it's yeah. good. But David Harbour is yeah. really fun. He's a fun actor to watch, dude. He's a, he's just you know he's got a good personality, you know, yeah. like a like a, a you know a, a kind of like a like a film personality where you just like you don't care what he's in. He just he just does it. Like even yeah. for Hellboy, hated that yeah. movie. It was, it was terrible. But David Harbour just still nailed was it. So good in it. Oh, dude. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, like if if anybody were to were, were to replace. Ron Perlman, he he's the probably the perfect match. Nice. Um, I was going to ask you: Are you up to? Are you keeping up with uh, uh, Rings of Power? I am keeping up with Rings of Power, uh, even though I really shouldn't, because like I, Blonde, it's a crazy waste of time. I don't. I don't mind. I don't know. I I like the world, so I'm just. I feel like I'm just hanging out in a place I like to be. Kind of thing, and I'm not like I don't really care about anything else. Even in a place I'd like to be, you know what I mean? What do you like about it? I mean, like it's it's been what six episodes now? Six episodes. I mean, there was no Harfoots in the last episode, so thank yeah, Harfoots. I think. Thank, thank dude, like, God, man! Like, I'm so glad. I, I didn't show my, my brain is like I don't know anything. About, I'm I'm not like fully caught up with like the the Tolkien lore but i'm like do harfoots like grow up into hobbits is that what like that's what my brain they're just like the, they're they're the second age version of the hobbits there's a first age there's a third a second age and there's a third age lord of the rings takes place in the third age what we're seeing right now is oh, okay. rings of power which is in the second age okay so then i am right so the harfoots like grow up into hobbits 
<laughs> yeah, grow up with, with quotations. <laughs> around. Yeah, so to speak. Right? I don't know. I, yeah, they're, they're so just, incredibly boring to watch, though. Like little, the Harfoots specifically. Because yeah. like, they're all their characters that are almost punchlines, but like not funny. Okay, but I, uh, dude, I actually really, really liked the the uh, volcano scene in the last episode. Do you think? It, do you think it's real? Well, I don't think they actually lit a volcano. But <laughs> if that's you what you're saying, you don't think that they took that five hundred million dollars and created a little <laughs> bomb and then went to some island and just fucking blew it up. Dude, that was actually oh I could see Amazon doing that. Oh, you yeah. know, we wanted uh, you know uh, accuracy. We didn't know how the volcano would. We, you know, uh, I, I, I can know, see more. I could see Elon Musk doing that over Amazon. <laughs> yeah, and he always like he's like I just I just wanted to see what would happen with the Earth, you know. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, like in the show, it kind of like feels like too dreamlike, like the way that Galadriel is just still there, you know. Yeah, but I, I actually liked how they showed her in that in that uh, scene where it's like she wasn't like overpowering anyone. She wasn't like using her strength. She was like using her wit, and I thought that was a lot like. Made more sense to me. How was she using her wit? It was like uh, guys are like attacking her, and she would like dodge things. She was she was more like defensive than offensive, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. I like it. Yeah, but this like is she, after that, people were like, oh, who is that? That's Galadriel. And then you see her yeah. like deciding to side ha- side saddle for some fucking yeah. reason. And, like side three saddle. times, dude. I was, <laughs> what? Like who yeah. are the directors here? Like being like, yeah, that's a cool thing. The the only thing I didn't <laughs> no, like was cool. like like the almost kills in this episode. I don't know if you realized this. It was like the someone's almost. about to oh, kill someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. like no, nah! and then it's like again. It's like oh, there's almost. an army that came in. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're they're he, she's about to stab the other elf the dude with like the sar on hand yeah 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 I mean, there was a whole uh, bunch of that dude it, it like happened like five times i feel like in that episode i was like D- are you gonna kill anyone i'm like like coming from uh like game of thrones where like no one is safe you know what i mean yeah, everyone <laughs> like, can die Did everyone you watch the can die one, though? i'm i'm one behind with a okay, hot d okay okay i'm i'm one behind what the hell what was the last what was the last thing that happened in hot d i don't remember now Oh, um, dude, that pregnancy shit was crazy. Oh man! Oh, when when she like went out and was like Dracarys. No, she like gives gives birth, and then like the 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 handmaiden comes in, and she's like, "The queen wants to see your baby," and she's like, "She's not seeing it without me." <laughs> oh yeah, and then she's like walking. I'm, I'm like, wouldn't like there be just dude? Yeah. You know, dude, I'm like, you're a badass. And then she has to stop to like get like because the afterbirth is coming out. I was like, oh, my God, like this is too real, man. That was dude. As as someone who who's not been in the room when uh-huh. a baby is born, that is as close as you're going to get oh, on screen. Geez. No, thank it you. is. Yeah. On screen. There's nothing I like movies have not never prepared me. For that, they've had a lot of birth day. scenes in this show. Yeah, like they're yeah. they're they're like once you go past one, you're you're in the territory <laughs> of a lot. Okay, yeah, guys. Like I mean, <laughs> very true. That that's very that, true. that is just what is happening, you know. Uh, and then also ones that don't work out, where you're like, holy crap, that's just terrible. Oh yeah, uh, 
And like that, that I don't know what, he, what they call them. What's what do they call them in the show? The doctors? They're called something. Um, the the are they called the maesters? Is that? I, th- it? I think so. I think so. Yeah, when that like maester goes up to I forget Matt Matt Smith's character's uh, name Damon. Damon, when he goes up to Damon, he's like, "I've done all I can do," and he's like, "Oh shit!" He's <laughs> and like, it's can like, you save either of them. He's like, "Well, maybe, maybe not." And he's like, oh, "Maybe the baby, right. but not the mother." And he's like, "Ah!" Oh. And then the mom's like, like talking to her, dra- yells at the dragon to burn her. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that, that dragon! That dragon model it looks so chunky and so cool, and like just <laughs> a gigantic force." Where you're kind of like. How are they going to kill that dragon? Yeah. Because like, they got to take like them all out, right? bigger than what, like, uh, what oh. they had in Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I was going to ask you, too. Like, um, so we've, like, fast-forwarded, like, 10 years. Like, this show is flying. Like, oh, yeah. By, by the end of the show, I mean, I think the king will be dead. Everybody's going to be old as shit. And then it's just going to go on to explaining, I guess, like, Aegon's reign that's, yeah, that's, which because Aegon was the one that like raped one of the Starks, right? And that's how, mm. or was it Aegon? I don't fucking know. Uh, I, don't I, know. I, I can't follow it either. But but yeah, I'm like I, I thought they were gonna like like kind of draw this out a bit, but it feels like they can only have like maybe one more season. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're. I think they they got renewed for another season or signed but to, for they, season. I mean, they're gonna catch up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just funny though like that they don't do like an entire recast right of like people like it's it's not like the crown right yeah Where each like, yeah. like every two seasons you get a new cast a new yeah it's kind of like oh well Kristen can still look young episode one but he'll be in episode six and you're like dude this guy does not look like he's aged a day you know like i mean same with Matt Smith. I mean, like as vampire as that guy is, uh, I mean, like it just, oh, it, yeah. it just seems you, weird. <laughs> you getting Morbius flashbacks? I was just about to say, yeah. I just, I'm just <laughs> thinking of him dancing in his room, you know, <laughs> his fucking weird ass head. Uh, one of the things, you know, actually funny that we say that, like one of the things that Remy was saying that like I didn't think about where, you know, because like they were getting all scientific and Morbius and stuff. But like one of the things that he was saying that was like, Oh no! Wait, was it him? No, it wasn't Remy. Sorry, it was Ben. Uh, ben was saying he's like the one thing that like really distracted me about that movie while while he was high was he was just like I couldn't understand the muscle and bone structure of your face turning from human to vampire and going back and forth. Like, wouldn't you like you know if you're so scientific and like you're taking time to be thinking like you have to have this synthetic blood? Wouldn't you be like, man, my face fucking hurts? Like it like. <laughs> Like bones are coming out, <laughs> like I'm like, and then he's like, but he, then he then he was like, and he's like, he, he took it a step back where he was like, it's like he was like, but I could totally accept uh, Bruce Banner becoming the Hulk, and that's fine. <laughs> oh man, that's a funny, that's a funny, like, oh man, imagine though, every time Bruce like, yeah, like, oh, like he goes back like feeling Bruce, so much in like, pain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My muscles have to like get used to being back in this small body, you know. Like, 
that, that's really funny, man. Oh it's, man, maybe it's like the same thing of like Wolverine. You know, like when like Wolverine first like did his claws. He's like, she like Rogue was like, oh, does that hurt? And she's like, uh, every time. And I'm like, every time, dude. Oh my god, can you imagine that? Just like splitting open your skin. And you're like, oh every yeah, every time it hurts. Every oh, time. Yeah. Did you see the the announcement? The Deadpool three. I yeah, I mean I'm hoping that it's not just a cameo, you know. I'm hoping yeah. it's gonna be like dude, another buddy dude, cop type of thing. The, the, uh, like I love the internet. Did you see like so that that one like where they dub over what Ryan Reynolds and, and Hugh Jackman are saying? There's like some I music saw that, that somebody was able to like, read their lips. <laughs> yeah. They had like the an f- AI <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, they had an AI thing, like figure out their lips. And uh, now that's online. So exactly what they said when they weren't didn't want you to hear with it. Like, dude, it's amazing. Brilliant. It's amazing. Yeah, it's brilliant. Like, oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, I love the internet too. Oh, um, we we wouldn't be you know really servicing this show, especially on a Thursday, if we didn't talk about She-Hulk because I, I forgot to watch it. It's all you, <laughs> dude. This episode was actually really good. How dare you not watch this episode? I will when this podcast is over. I'll watch it, but it's I, good, I, dude. I had to watch three because, hours because, of Blonde. Oh, <laughs> you had to watch three hours of Blonde. Yeah, no, it's good because uh, you know, like we were, like you were saying before, where like most of these movies and everything are about fan service. Kind of the same thing that Critical Dranker was was talking about. Total fan service episode. Mm. Okay, uh, and, I, and I'll just say that I'm, I won't even have to like spoil it. Like you know. Check it out or whatever. It, like it's yeah, actually I mean, good. out I mean, of all of the entire show, this one was really. What what episode are we on? I don't know. <laughs> Seven. Eight, <laughs> nine, it's nine. It's nine episodes total. Zero. Who knows? Okay, I have I have just one question. Do you see her suit? Yes, you do. Okay, finally you see her super suit. Yes, this friggin' tease has been driving me crazy. <laughs> You're like, I really wanted to see. I, I kept thinking, I'm like, she's wearing shoes. So do these shoes also shrink when she's Jennifer? I don't know. How amazing is that? If like, like you're you're like the tailor, and you're like, yeah, I made a suit that can yeah. do this. I, and I love how the tailor was super, like, just like such a personality. It reminded me of like The Incredibles. It kind of like reminds me of Kana. Con- yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Kana? Yeah, yeah. I remember Kana. But you remember like The Incredibles? I forget her name now. Oh yes, yeah. But- oh my gosh, she's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's just like such a personality. And Did I, you watch I any of uh, Andor? Dude, I, I watched the first episode and yeah. I was like, lame. <laughs> well, it's, it's, like, it's like because like they released the first three episodes on the Wednesday because Disney knew that the first three episodes up until the actual third episode, there was nothing. Like the third episode yeah. is actually a thing that drives the plot. I was the other, so the other bored. two are just like strange exposition yeah. that doesn't really do anything with these characters because you're not seeing them anymore. It's like it's weird. I don't know why they did that, yeah. but like, but a lot of people are praising it because it's it's it's, it's Star Wars is taking a backseat to the story, right? The guy like mm. wrote the story in a way that wasn't it wasn't supposed to be like you know Star Wars esque. But like okay. it, it's it's smart the way that they did it, where in the sense where it's like how they're doing it, like it's in the Star Wars world, but 
but it doesn't like revolve around Star Wars. That's cool. I can appreciate that. But yeah, just the first episode it's, did not have boring. me. It is. It is boring. I, I kind of want to like wait till it ends and blast through it. So I did. Uh, I, I should tell you, I should mention before we end. I finished Westworld um, season four. That so was. It's kind of interesting. It's a little predictable, a little like dumb, I would say, parts of it. But uh, they do some interesting things. I mean, ah, dude, it's like terrifying if you think that like the future for, of humanity could like get oh, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think it, that's that's the case. Oh. When you watch the first episode of the first season. It's yeah. I mean. It ends a little weird. I feel like the end of it is kind of dumb. I'm trying not to spoil it, but yeah. But you would I, recommend I just, it? Well, I don't know. You know what I feel like? They're, 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 they haven't been able to capture like the, I don't know, like the first season was so good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you, like no other season has been as good as the first one. Well, even the second season was better than most TV shows seasons, most like TV yeah. shows just in general, yeah. but it still wasn't as good as that first season, but it's because the yeah. way that they set every, everything up in the first season with like dueling characters, dueling timelines, like all this kind of stuff. Well, and, well that, and then you don't know who's a human and who's a robot as well. Exactly. Yeah. So like they, you know, and they tease those type of things, but then once the cat's out of the bag, it's not like, what are you supposed to do with it? That's yeah. why I think it's so strange that they went into like the modern world. You're like, I, you know, I don't yeah. know why this is interesting. I do feel like this season kind of ends it. I don't know how you have another season. Well, I mean, I imagine they probably didn't have enough viewers <laughs> to have another, what is it, fifth season? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't see them going beyond this, but maybe. But yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. All right. To not spoil anything, it's it, I don't know. I feel like if you like the world, you should watch it. But like, it's not as groundbreaking as the first season. The first season like blew me away. Well, there you go, guys. Steve was blown by the first season, the same way that Marilyn Monroe blew JFK. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did he say? What was his line? What was JFK's I don't know. line? It was so dumb. Like he oh, kept, was, I don't uh, know, because he kept saying something. Yeah, because he he's no, 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 on the no, no. phone. Take care of me. No, no, come on, come on. It was no, something. it was. Uh, it wasn't take care of me. It was like more enthusiasm, or no, it was, it was something along that line of like, uh, oh shoot, it was some sort of like he was trying to like encourage. <laughs> you can yeah, do better yeah. than that or something While like that. He's the, yeah, yeah. Was, While he's on the phone, I'm like, what is happening right now? Stupid. Uh, it's funny that that actor played JFK like five times. Oh my gosh. I was on set I with... I have no idea uh, who he is. Uh, do you know who Barry Pepper? Barry Pepper? Is, uh, Not Barry Pepper. Their, their brother. JFK, JFK. Uh, no, it Salt. was... Uh, it was uh, no, what the hell was his name? Uh, Greg Kinnear. Yeah, Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Yeah, I was on set with uh there's a uh oh, TV that's show right when he played JFK. JFK. Right, right. Yeah. I was there. I remember you had a really cool pin. Did yeah. Or anything there? Did he t- did he like talk oh, to you dude. in the JFK? Oh, we, I we just, oh. he he didn't talk to me, but I do remember Barry Pepper was like JFK's brother. Um 
and uh, he changed the speech. I'll never forget that, dude. So like, there's like some the like of what? So there was like some historical speech that like JFK's brother said, right? Uh-huh. And like, <laughs> and like Barry Pepper's like saying the speech, right? Like while we're shooting, and uh, and he's like, I don't think my character would say these things. I'm gonna change it up a bit. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, he did say those things. Like, what are you talking about? Like, Oh, Barry Pepper. Man, this guy's a great actor. I love watching this dude. Yeah. But, dude, uh, uh, that was freaking ridiculous. Oh, yeah. But that's a ridiculous. You're playing a historical figure, giving a historical speech, and you're going to say that, like, that person would have said it differently? He's Canadian. Yeah. I think he's from Vancouver. He, he's the sniper in uh, Saving Private Ryan. Just uh, that's up. Anyway, cool. Oh, yeah, I can't believe he would, yeah, man. I mean, just <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't think that he would say that. Well, actually, Barry, he did say that. We have it on tape. He <laughs> really did. No, right? Okay, no. But the funny thing about that is that show was never aired. It was supposed to be aired on the History Channel, but it was never aired because it wasn't historically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I wonder yeah, why. I know. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But anyways. And uh on that note. Uh on that note, uh Velma is officially a lesbian. All right, guys. Later. <laughs>